1: Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumb dice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom.
0: Can get T-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dumb Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dumb Dums and Dice, go to redbubblecom people Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B. D-I-C. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers.
2: Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vladimir Von Lestat, drinker, Of Blood, Keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. (laughs) Having defeated Gordon Stevens and the Daywalker and discovered the existence of the children of Batista, Arcotri settled into Montreal. Iris searched for her brother. Everett contacted his sire and really needed to get a special gift for his newly adopted little brother. But now, the Bouchard brothers need the coterie's help with a very special mission. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here.
3: Ah, 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 ah. So it's not every day that uh, two Frenchmen grab you and pull you into a van, but Everett Fry, for you, that day is today. <laughs> yes, once. <laughs> um, so the van with um, uh, Guy and Hugo in it uh, comes roaring up outside Mayday Malone's, and inside, um, uh, Ridley, you're, you're back in the office behind your little metal school desk, um, <laughs> and uh, the... Um, Uh, Chonky has just given you a bunch of print offs of like various seating sections that you could look at. So I think you're, uh, you're looking at them in a very like, I am reading this for realsies way. Yeah, If it's got a map with a picture, I can understand that. No, it's mostly text. Oh yeah. Then I am reviewing them laboriously. And he's just kind of standing by like looking a little nervous. Like maybe he fucked up and got you the wrong sections. Uh, When all of a sudden there's a commotion outside, you just hear like someone just, just murdering a car horn. (laughs) Okay, uh, so what I'm going to say
1: is this is going to be a test for you you pick the best section that I would definitely want and
3: then I'll tell you if it's right. (laughs) Give them the paper. Oh, all right. Sure thing, boss. Well, I mean, you're definitely not going to want to look at the terms and conditions then and then you book it out. Uh, Yeah, I go.
1: (laughs) I've become a master of getting people to not be aware that I cannot read and (laughs) tricking them into doing the work. He
3: like turns the terms and conditions sheet right side up and is like weird. People who can read don't read the terms and conditions. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Um, (laughs) As I learned when Google's like, I own you now and I was like, <sighs> I guess human cent ipad, great south Park episode mm-hmm. uh <laughs> indeed, um, so uh really, you kind of stormed through imagine like. I imagine you moving somewhere fast is a little bit like just a rolling ball of like th- people just kind of get knocked out of your way. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, if you imagine Danny DeVito's
1: penguin running like just that through a space with people like I would not knock anybody over if I didn't have to but I feel like it's always jostling hard enough that it's that people were like, hey, fuck you, man. You know, like they, then yeah. they see me like, oh,
3: you didn't mean it. It's running around in Assassin's Creed where you just bump into everyone and like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a small fridge. <laughs> Great. Um, so you get to the front of the bar um, and uh, you see Bouchard Brothers' delivery truck. Um, And uh, you see Hugo leaning out uh, the door. and He's like, hey, it's this guy here. Uh, Hey, you've got to get in.
1: Hey, there's fucking people with children in this block. You don't got to lean on a fucking
3: own. And I get in the van. Um... And then he uh, he switches back into French and he's like, "Look, I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to alarm you, but um, some some bad shit is going down. We have to get you as fast as possible. Uh, where where is Miss Dunn? Well, do I need a gun? Like we don't have guns right now. I mean, Everett's probably
4: armed." Uh, like- Okay, yeah, I don't just know if a I'm second. I'm in the car right now Or if I'm in the like the back of the delivery truck you're ma- Yeah,
3: you're definitely like on top of a bunch of like bottles of, okay. of maple syrup. Okay,
1: just a second. I'll lean on a fucking
3: horn uh, and I go
1: back inside and I get that like shotgun and then just like a giant revolver and I'm like I'll, I'll be back in a bit. Someone's got some fucking
3: problems uh, and then I just go back outside. Sure. Um so uh, you go and um, Iris you're sitting glowering at the wall in your bathtub when suddenly you hear a car horn honking outside
5: what the hell is this? I'm enjoying a nice bubble bath.
3: You get a a message from the front or you get a phone call from the front desk. That's just like buzzing on your phone.
5: Okay. So I, I obviously I answer it.
3: Um, hi, uh, Miss Dunn, this is, uh, this is Gerald down at the front desk. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your package. Uh, listen, there, there are a couple of, uh, gentlemen here in, um, flannel onesies who seem very insistent on speaking to you. Should I have them arrested?
5: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Just leave them down there. I'll be down in a second.
3: Okay, please hurry. They, they smell very bad.
5: Oh, Okay.
3: Um, and, uh, so you You come like, downstairs and Everett and Ridley are in onesies. That's <laughs> right. They're <That's laughs> new onesies. onesies. Uh, here's a question. My
5: smelly, smelly boys.
3: When you say I'm going to rush downstairs, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so you take your time, you get ready. <laughs> I was going to say, 60 seconds later, you just
1: hear a thump as a body hits your door. <laughs> and I'm all i throw him again. That's how I fucking know. Who is this wanker? Aww. Wait, who are you throwing against
4: the Gerald.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: he's
4: not unconscious. I'm just moving him around a little bit. Yeah, he's conscious for the throwing. I was like, oh, um. Ridley,
5: Ridley, you do not throw my loyal, loyal... Front doorman against a door.
4: Thank you, ma'am.
1: Well, then open the door. He said I had to go through him, so I figured he could
3: go through the door. Um, The uh, Bouchard brothers are like, yeah, it's true. That's what this guy said. This guy right here. So uh, Gerald just kind of shrugs, and it's it's a truly profound professional disappointment in himself that he was not able to stop these ruffians. Uh, The Bouchard brothers are indeed wearing flannel onesies. Um, You don't know if they've ever been washed. It's possible, but unlikely.
5: Why are you wearing flannel onesies?
3: Hey, we got the call in the middle of the night. We had to get down here.
5: They smell.
3: They kind of do the the classic sniff test, and uh, <laughs> then they just snapping back to French are like, uh yes, yes, they do. That's this is." Oh, uh, I'm sorry about that. Okay, uh, listen though, no, seriously, we've got a, a big situation. Uh, we got to go, and I don't want this guy to know what we are talking about. So we got to go. Okay. Um. So, um, they also like what you're taking your time getting ready. What were you doing? Like, what are you in the midst of doing when Ridley threw Gerald up against the door?
5: probably doing my makeup, straightening my hair. So your hair out, is like half out. straightened. Yeah, laying out outfits. And then even when I say, okay, let's go, I'm like... It's what I normally do, Tom. When I leave the house, so like I forget things, and I go back, and I'm like, well, "Hold on a second, I I didn't put this in my purse, so I'm delicately choosing what I'm taking with me."
1: I feel like Ridley starts using her hair products. Like he's just got a mirror, and he's like <laughs> hasn't looked at himself in a while, so he'll just like help himself a little
3: bit. I Which guess pro-
1: probably hurries it up better than anyone else. Would think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's a question I don't know the answer to. Maybe you do, Ryan. Can vampires see their own reflection in World of Darkness? Uh, I believe they can,
4: but I'm not sure I think so too. That seems like a glaring like challenge to overcome in terms of the masquerade uh, <laughs> Just I like think blending they, in they also show uh, yes they
3: do because they show up on security camera too, I think. Um, yes, but they don't show up when the photons of light that bounced off them end up on a silver mirror. So basically from the sounds oh wait this silver is. mirror, we are see-through.
4: Regular mirror so. we are visible in. Oh, so that's probably like an Inquisitor tool or something? Yeah. A it's, it's like silver is a weakness for vampires and shit. Is that Inquisitors? Vampire Hunters? Yeah. yeah. Synonymous? Inquisition,
3: yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, these were actually just answers about vampires, not specifically to the masquerade, but I think we can. I, I think I kind of like that in terms of the, the the mixing of mythologies where it's like. Um, that said, Miles, since you have. Um, since Iris is prone to vampire superstition. Mm hmm. Do you think you can see yourself in mirrors? Yeah. Okay.
5: I'd, I I don't think I'd be okay with life if I couldn't.
3: <laughs> I mean, this is not really what but we're. I, asking. I know, I was say. but like, I'd be, a, I'd be, <laughs> if, if, if I asking. if
5: I couldn't, I'd I be say, a much sour. With person. how
1: critical we know this is, should we check the rule
3: book? I mean. That would change. That
5: would change a lot for me if I couldn't about to see to myself.
4: A plot point.
1: Yeah,
3: let's let's go to the board on this one. <laughs> All right, we're going to pause for a second. Let's let's find out the
1: answer from the pros.
5: Sorry, but she's pretty vain.
1: All right, the refs have come back from the slow motion replay.
3: Tom, what's our what's the ruling on mirrors? All right, very cool. So um, the way mirrors work in World of Darkness, um, the and this is from like way back in the day. I think it's like second edition uh, from uh, Requiem Second Edition. But um, basically, the idea is that uh, vampires do cast a reflection, but mortals have an incredibly difficult time observing them. The sort of mythological answer being that like the beast always knows exactly where to stand. So the idea is that in the same way that uh, we often see vampires movies being kind of like shadows that move quickly, it's like if a mortal looks into a mirror and you're looking into the same mirror, it's always going to be like no matter which angle they take, they just can't quite see you. Like you're there. It's not like you're just blank. It's that you always seem just a little bit out of frame. Oh, same thing for like security cameras. They're a little blurry. Like they're, they're a quite little bit work. blurry. And it's not that vampires don't show up on them. It's like if I take a photo, like you're always looking off camera or you're slightly blurred or it's, it's just, uh, it's Bigfoot rules where the camera's in focus, but Bigfoot is blurred. Yeah. Honestly. Oh. So think like Japanese horror movie, anything that's a photo. <laughs> like, Got it. Um, great. So I can see myself,
5: but I can see myself to do my hair and makeup.
3: You can, but I'm going to impose something on you miles as we go forward. Um, I, I think like the more <laughs> humanity you lose, uh, the harder and harder it's going to be for Iris to see yourself in the mirror. You're fine. You don't, you're fine. You haven't lost any yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Just keep those messy successes under control. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, okay, so uh, the two of you have a quick, like, getting ready montage. Um, Everett, do you think you stayed with the car or did you come up with them? I stayed in the car. Cool. So what do you think you're doing as you, you wait? Uh, what's the song in the radio you find that you like?
4: Uh, let's do some Kenny Loggins. Because if we got to get somewhere fast, we got to listen to like (laughs) it's just you listening to Danger Zone over and over again. Parked? (laughs) No, see, for me, Tyler personally, it's got to be Heaven helps the man uh, who fights his fear. Um, And I think in parentheses, I'm free. I think that's the song. Uh, Man, that is top notch logins. I put I put that one over Danger Zone any day. Deep cut. Well, I'm happy to announce uh, that we here at Blood and Serb have formed a partnership with
3: Spotify Perfect. to create a playlist that's definitely official and definitely not just me making a playlist of just that song. Do so you not can search to this playlist, but Tom will tell you it exists. <laughs> no, I'm going to make that fucking playlist. It's
1: Spotify, it will be you can searchable. just make
3: the playlist. I'm going to call we, this out. Tom's a very busy man. We partnered doubt with this them. happens. Anyway, we're partners. I've been listening to Dolly Parton's America. and They keep being like, we partnered with Apple. So we partnered with Spotify. It's
4: Kenny Loggins, I guess. Uh,
3: and Kenny Loggins. This
1: is not
3: subject to libel. <laughs> <laughs> subject to the dangers there, no legally binding parts of the statement. Um, anyway, so great. So with that song that only Tyler's heard playing, um, the two of you get ready. That's appropriate. Um, the uh, the Bouchard brothers, um, I think, are uh, they're kind of like hanging out in your living room, Iris.
5: Hasn't Gerald left by this point?
3: Gerald's gone, but the Bouchard brothers are sure as shit still there.
5: So why are we waiting to have like privacy? We're Everett's he's in gone. the car. Oh, right.
3: Um,
1: So I don't need to explain it twice. I say I've done like
3: eyeliner on one eye (laughs) as I look (laughs) over at you. It's fierce. Um, The Bouchard brothers are like reading your poetry and just be like, like muttering to themselves quietly, but loud enough that you can hear like, I don't know. This one just doesn't quite, uh, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't really know anything about poetry. This one just doesn't quite work for me. And Hugo's like, yeah, I know, you know, it's close, but it's just, it's not, uh, it's not quite it, huh?
5: I'm sorry, would you like my help in with anything? Oh, sorry, what? Mm-hmm. What? mm mm-hmm. oh, oh, we're just, uh, admiring, um, the, the view. Your opinion is not needed.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with her. Um, so... Okay,
5: I'm not coming. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's plainly not true. It really takes you and drags you out with you. Um... <laughs> So he uh, so the four of you make your way back down to the car um, Gerald is looking a little worse for the wear um, only in like a not like an injured way just in like a his you know valet outfits a little scruffy um, also I think for for flavor's sake uh, I'm gonna say he looks exactly like Tim Curry from Home Alone 2 um, so you know just like nice like. Double-breasted jacket, just a just a little ruffled. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he'd look more like a dick,
1: this wouldn't be true. But I think on the way out, Ridley's like, I- "I'm sorry, man. Oh you no, you just doing you, job But saw so him off. here you go. Uh, he just jams like five hundred dollars in, in like hundreds into his pocket. Yeah, I have a good fucking
3: night. <laughs> he just goes out to the car, dragging everybody, uh, and he goes, uh, th- th- "Thank you, sir. You're welcome to f- uh, use me as a door knocker any day." And then as you leave, he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have promised that." <laughs> <laughs> um, so all of you pile into the the car just as as the song ends and um, Everett you let on that you've just been listening to a song you really like or are you just playing it cool at the wheel
4: uh, no I'm in the oh, I mean, you've been in the back the whole I'm time. in the back yeah <laughs> I just happened to come on and I'm like oh yeah I like this song <laughs> um, <laughs> I like press right. my ear to the thing and like tap along to it so um, the Bouchard brothers
3: uh, drive you around a corner um, and kind of like park in, in a I don't know let's say like a church parking lot <laughs> sure church parking lot um, Iris, you're a little bit twitchy um, that you're this close to a church. Uh, again, bearing in mind your um, your weird kind of the uh, disadvantages or your flaw that you're uh, actually, a, like you as a personal vampire are affected by vampire mythology because you just, you believe so much. When, um, was,
5: when was that a flaw?
3: You, you picked it. It's the one that, uh, there, there's one flaw available that basically means that things that normally don't hurt vampires do hurt you. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. No worries. It's been a while and so far no one's tried to like throw garlic at you or anything. So you're fine. Um, but, uh, that's why I like to remind everybody of these such things. Um, so you pull up and, um, basically, uh, Guy is like, all right, Hugo, take it away. So Hugo is like, look guys, we've got a really big problem. Um, As you know, uh, some vampires aren't very good at the whole masquerade thing. And, uh, they, they, you know, throw, throw their power around a little too much. Some of them just don't know any better. And some of them are just pricks. Uh, this guy's the, the latter. Um, last night, uh, at this, uh, this fancy downtown, uh, discotheque, uh, there was a shooting, um, a a big shooting. It seems that, uh, one of our kind got a little frisky in the club, uh, and attacked a bunch of people. Um, and, uh. The, uh, the police showed up. Um, the uh, check my notes here for the actual name. Montreal's police are named something strange. Uh, the SPVM showed up and uh, they, uh, they basically they dropped him. They, they pumped him full of lead, shot him a bunch of times and down he went. Uh, so he's now currently in torpor. Uh, but that's a big problem for us because if anybody starts to try and uh, do any corner stuff on that body, they're going to find some fangs and some other stuff we don't want them to find. Um, we've got word that uh, the Inquisition is as close as Ottawa. Uh, they've been investigating in Toronto and it seems that their investigations have led them to Ottawa. They normally don't care too much about what happens here because uh, the Sabat are such a wild card that they just kind of let, let matters lie. But um they're getting closer. So, this would be real bad news for us if anybody finds this body. So, uh, I'm sorry to bother you kind of in the middle of the night, but the uh, guy's got to rob a morgue. All right. So, I wish fucking more. <laughs> um, so, um, the brothers explain that um, the kindred uh, who shot, they like sort of play you a news clip. Um, his name was Alex Lalonde. Um, and he is a. Sort of like a, a, a big-ish guy, um, curly red hair. Uh, he's got um, sort of sideburns that come part of the way down his jowls, and then he's shaved them, but then still also has a chin beard and a mustache. Um, and uh, his mouth in the, the photo seems to be kind of constantly formed in a perma smirk. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's got a reputation um, on the club circuit. Uh, it seems he, he's a, a DJ of, of kind of moderate renown. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was gunned down, um, outside of, uh, the club. Not a lot of details about the shooting right now or what happened within the club. Nothing's been released to the public. Um, but the brothers have found out through some back channels, uh, that, uh, he's being held. Uh, the body is at the coroner's office, office, uh, the coroner's office. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. My software was updating in my brain. Um, <laughs> he's in the coroner's uh, office at, uh, station 31. So, Basically, the issue is that, uh, as the brothers understand it, later tonight, we're going to say this is fairly early in the night, despite kind of each of you having had like a little little bit of an adventure. I'll say like maybe like 8 p.m. Okay. Um, the, uh, the body is set to, uh, the coroner's uh, inquest is set to be done tonight, later tonight, um, because there's been such a public outcry that uh, people want answers about this um, post-haste. So, you basically need to figure out how to get into this place, get the body, and get out. Uh, the vampire himself, Alex, is in torpor, which means he's basically in a comatose state and cannot be awoken. Um, and, uh, yeah, if the, if the body is properly investigated, this would go very badly for, for all involved.
1: Hey friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan as himself talking about dum-dums and dice yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show Obviously you're listening to the show You're loving this show Somebody's doing great Probably, Probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work Tyler does really good work uh, third person also does really good work I don't know what show this is on But the important thing is That you can support the show And join the show at Patreon.com Slash Dumb Dumb Dice That's right That address that I totally just said Go there Join Dum Dumbs and Dice Support the show It's gonna be great Alright so We gotta get a body And we gotta get in and out of the office So one of the things I did is back at a uh, university when we had to get through a crime scene where I was like, oh, that's my daughter. And then I just I fuck with it, remember yeah. But we've got someone who's way better at fucking with people than me. Iris, you're looking, I mean, more pale than usual. Are you okay?
5: Y- yeah, I'm fine.
1: Okay, you just took a little bit off. I don't know if it's the environment. I don't know, it's bothering you. But uh, what if... Uh, you kind
3: of shoot a glance at the church and then look <laughs> back at Ridley.
1: <laughs> so uh, what if you... Pretend to be the wife of uh, Alex Lalonde. When we go in, you just make a big old stink and then hit him with that whammy that makes people love you.
5: I I can try. Um, I'm pretty famous. It's gonna be a little tough to convince someone that I'm married to someone like this person, but I can <laughs> give it a go.
1: Maybe we could do like a makeover, like change your hair <laughs> and your outfit. and Maybe I'll do your makeup. That will change things <laughs> <laughs> then we could go in you hit him with the whammy if it works great if it don't maybe i'll just fucking clock him <laughs> and then uh at the same time as you and me in the lobby so we got like a plan and a backup every you go in maybe we get you a little badge maybe a library card you could just like flash real quick and then she'll hit him with the whammy and you go in and then you just uh, carry out the body i'll
4: bodger one two three i'm thinking we're gonna need a means of transferring this... Van. corpse. Yeah. We're going to need an ambulance or a coroner truck or something like that. Okay, so... Should be on site. All right. Why not... Okay,
1: so we call and say, oh, somebody got hurt at a church. Bam, bam, Bob's your uncle. Now you and I are paramedics, if one of them's short with fat. <laughs> and the other one's tall or medium. We've got... uh my lady, then she's just got to buff us in. We, we, fucking, uh, we can bring him a corpse, <laughs> call in a dead guy, fucking bam, bam, dress up as a paramedics, and we just drop off a dead guy and have a talk. I'll be the corpse, you two be the paramedics. Wheel us in, wheel it out, fucking done. That's a little bit more elegant, yeah. Fucking, I'm an elegant man. <laughs> <laughs> I say as I like
3: fix where my dick is in my <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Iris, you good with this plan? Sure. <laughs> um okay so uh just so i'm clear your plan is to um do you want me to say it in not a terrible accent? no no no, no. I, I, this is more for my brain than for the listeners um so you're going to call in a an injury in a this, dead guy yeah in this church parking lot they're going to show up you're going to murder one of them steal their clothes
1: we're going to we're going to we're going to either murder or knock out we haven't really negotiated that It's not up for murder. I don't like killing people who are good, so I'll I'll sniff them, and if one's like a pedophile, we'll murder them. (laughs) But paramedics come in teams of two. Yep. So all we'll do is we'll knock out both of the paramedics and leave them in the van with the Bouchards, and then whichever two of us fit into the paramedic outfits will be paramedics, and the third vampire will be a corpse because we
3: can act like a corpse. Wheel into corners, then steal body and exit. All right. I dig that. So uh, the one thing I'm going to need you to do before you do that is if you want to send Iris in as uh, Alex Lalonde's wife, she's looking far too fancy to do that right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to basically, we talked about like, I, I think the idea of really doing your makeup is is good because it will look terrible, um, but very earnest. Um, where miles do you think you would go and what kind of outfit do you think you would grab to be, uh, Alex Lallon's wife? I'll say on the way there, actually, maybe I should give you some more information on him. And then you can determine it on the way to, let's say you're going to Walmart. I'm saying we've got onesies on site.
5: No.
1: <laughs> oh, look, one of the boot is already naked.
3: <laughs> hey, what can I say? Like a breeze. Um,
5: I, there are limits.
3: Okay, so um, as you drive to wherever you're going to get the clothes, um, I think, uh, Iris, you're the one with technology. Because <laughs> I feel like, Everett, you've got like a flip phone. Uh, I think um, it has all flip phones. the flip
1: phone. I just got a collection of burners everywhere.
4: What do you think you would have? Depending on how long ago I died and was turned, I, I still have that phone. Like, I don't know, an iPhone 5? <laughs> like okay, a, sure, sure, yeah. sure,
3: sure. So like, we'll, we'll say it's like a very... Uh, Dented and like made the screens cracked, oh, but sure, like yeah, that for yeah, a while. Yeah, uh, okay, cool. So, um, can you roll me, uh, Tyler, an investigation and resolve, please? And Miles, can you roll me a let's see, what would it be? You're gonna hmm. let us know when hunger becomes an issue, right? Uh, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, everyone, please take one hunger to start the day. I'm not gonna make you roll a rouse check, but just a uh, vampire with no hunger is nary a vampire at all yeah so this this one hunger represents uh the good news is you had several days of action without needing to roll for hunger but uh all of you can take one um and then yeah so tyler you go ahead and roll that um miles let's say for you we'll roll for the outfit you're putting together so we'll say performance and uh either charisma or manipulation
4: a little better that's a uh, that's two successes and then one uh, like a critical fail on the hunger die okay I can't remember if it needs to be combined with more than one critical fail like it does it does, does. The, yeah? it does yep. and there's no other ones oh
3: uh, no sorry if, if failure on the uh, hunger dice if the test fails it becomes a bestial failure because you passed the test uh, you're fine okay yep And uh, Miles, go ahead, if you would.
5: Two successes.
2: Okay, cool.
3: So, Everett, I think your investigative um, sort of instincts kick in, and you quickly sort of Google uh, Alex Hollande and the shooting. And sure enough, there's, you know, all the Montreal newspapers are talking about it. It's all over the news feeds, uh, everything else. uh, But this guy was shot in the sort of early hours of the morning. Um, so uh, Alex Alond um, seems to have been a uh, sort of a regional DJ, if that makes any sense. He wasn't um, big internationally or anything, but um, certainly known in the club scene, uh, a fixture. He goes by uh, the DJ named DJ Miller, um, and he's kind of known for kind of being a boisterous, brash guy. He does a lot of talking during his DJ sets, which everyone finds kind of frustrating. But for some reason, he just keeps getting booked. Um, so you can see he's got a propensity for kind of like those, uh, Ed Hardy shirts that have a lot of like weird glitter patterns, but also tigers and things, but also just kind of being a slightly bigger guy. It's not like he's wearing like a muscle shirt. He's just kind of wearing what it feels like. Um, often seen wearing kind of an open Hawaiian shirt. Um, that kind of a, that kind of a fellow, um, it would seem that um, he, from the various sources you can see, has been partying pretty hard lately. Uh, he's been at clubs at all hours of the night. Um, and uh, stuff that you would kind of identify from your investigative history is definitely vampiric mm. behavior. However, because he's a club DJ, those are also just his work hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you're able to convey all of that to Iris. So, Iris, knowing you said you had two success. Yep. So knowing that, what kind of outfit do you put together to be believable as Mrs. DJ Miller?
5: Is he if he's a DJ? I'm going straight to Sirens and getting the trashiest outfit I can.
3: <laughs> okay, what does that look like for those of us who don't know what Sirens oh, is, is or what lots that Lots of look
5: rhinestones, like? cheaply made, very exposing and low cut stuff, short skirts. It's like stripper light.
4: So <laughs> hot topic equivalent. Uh, like hot I, 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 topic for strippers. <laughs> Hot Topic is more Hot just like... Hot Topic is
5: more like nerd stuff. Stick it's pop not really... culture
4: on a shirt yeah, and a skateboard I, deck.
5: I, yeah, Hot Topic's not like... So... Hot top, like, I'm, Sim- remembering the, I'm remembering
1: they're like vampire clothes era, which are very comparable to what you were describing.
5: No, it's it's not bondage stuff. It's just stripper light. Like, it's, it's where every, every high school girl, in my high school at least, went to go get their, their slutty dance tops.
3: Cool. So you put that together, and then Ridley, what's the makeup you would do to match that outfit? Uh, I'm aiming B- Based for on like what Ridley knows of how to do makeup
1: Ridley's basically aiming for Morticia Adams But like thicker <laughs> Just uh, around So like the eyes go up to like the side It basically looks like drag I'll be honest Like that's the whole thing is just really wide smoky eye That goes to like long long tips And then a mouth that's got one of those weird things That they always do on like the Queen of Hearts Where it's like the lips go really up high And then out thin and then down she looks angrier than she does anything else with the makeup and contouring. So much contour. Uh, slightly off on the angles, though. He's trying. He legitimately is attempting to make this magical, but it's different. Great. And Iris, what, what's your alias name
3: going to be?
5: Rebecca. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rebecca Lalonde. Um, great. So having completed your makeover, uh, you um, get back in the car and the the Bouchard brothers both, like, their jaws drop and one of them is like, Sacre Mere, an angel.
5: oh
3: I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am, you just, you look very good. And they both, like, take their hats off and put them over their hearts in kind of an adorable, like...
5: Well, Ridley, you did it.
3: Well, thanks, you know. I,
1: I can only work with the quality of the materials, and you bring so much to the fucking table. God. You've got great style, you know? Oh, those cheekbones. Look at that
3: contour. <laughs> this conversation continues as the van drives away. Oh, um, oh. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to keep them in the plan, but I guess they're gone. <laughs> no, no, go for it. You're still in the.
1: I, 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 we're doing the paramedic thing, I think, you and I.
4: Oh, I thought we were doing it in the church parking lot.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to drive
3: you back to the church. That's what I meant.
1: Like we the going van drives to you back to the,
4: the church parking lot we park. at Walmart. Yeah, we
3: all went
1: to Walmart.
4: Siren dressed
3: up. Went to Sirens. Sirens. S- Siren, Siren Mart. <laughs> that sounds like a cool cyborg store. Warren. <laughs> Great. So uh, you get dropped off in the church parking lot um, and the uh, Bouchard brothers like, hey, so we'll be ready to uh, help get you guys out uh, whenever you're out. All right. So, uh, Everett, you want to lay
1: down and then I can make him stop with this uh, and I take out the shotgun. <laughs> it's easy. We get him a go in a Don't worry. I took all the bullets out. I don't want to kill him. They're nice people. Thank you. No killing that all right. No, no, no. I'm just going to wreck the shotgun so it sounds spooky, and then I'm going to get fucking intense. But that's fine. We'll shove them in a the van. So don't you boys leave. We need to
4: shove them in your van. Uh, all we need to do is knock them out, and then the brothers can haul them over to the hospital, drop them off at emerge, and take off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they can't leave.
3: Otherwise, we've got to carry them. No, I understand. Also, we saying. have to strip the clothes off. Yes. Okay, agreed. All right. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so... Um, Ridley are you putting in Who's who's making the phone call That's probably me I've got all the burner
1: phones So it would make sense If he uses the same phone all the time Anytime I think he makes a call I think he's an idiot Uh,
3: Do you want to make the call Or do you want to make Iris make the call
1: Oh that's pretty good Uh, I'm not the most convincing man sometimes I mean I'm fucking good But you're better So why don't you try on your Rebecca voice And say we got a fucking dead body or something (laughs) Alright so
3: um, He hands you a burner phone uh, And dials Uh I don't actually think it's 911 in Quebec, but 999,
1: yeah. I don't know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Whatever the
3: equivalent is. Nuff, nuf, nuff, nuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he dials that. I do like D's and F's. I say as I type it in. Great. Uh, so uh, the call rings through, and you hear a dispatcher in the other one say, 911, um, what's your emergency?
5: Oh, I don't know. I think I just saw someone get really hurt in the parking lot of this little church. I mean, like, there's just a big mound. Maybe you should go check it out.
3: Uh, is the mound breathing, ma'am?
5: It just looks like a big lump.
3: Are you sure it's not just some garbage bags blowing in the wind?
5: Yeah, because it's naked.
3: Okay, we'll be right over. All right, every stay on the plans. line. Stay on the line with me. I'm just I'm gonna talk you through this. Okay. And here's what I need you to do. I need you to okay. go over to the body.
5: I, oh, <laughs> click. <laughs>
3: I'll oh, uh, get an ambulance going
1: Everett I heard a call uh, You're gonna have to go Dick out mate You gotta get your dick and balls All the way out She said you were naked uh, It doesn't matter she The said, ambulance is on its way uh, No but they might They might go past They're looking for a naked man You gotta get it all the way Johnson out No I'm not taking Fucking my Fucking twiggy two off. berries That's I'm what not, you gotta do I'm not doing that Fucking twiggy out Come on I'm not doing no, that No make the Bouchards do it What? All right, which, oh, right, you're already naked. Get over here. <laughs> ah, you got me in. I was like, I don't want anyone to get naked. What is happening? <laughs> oh, we got naked before we even got to Warrens. All right, get down. Lay down. You're a dead man. Don't move. Yep, all, all right. Everett, you got your gun? Yeah. Okay, good. We could stick him up and be like, ah, right, take your clothes off. Uh, it'd be easier
3: if they do it than if we do it for them. Uh, you hear the, uh, the sirens in the distance. Oh,
1: shit, get in the bushes. <laughs>
3: So the three of you all very awkwardly get into the bushes. Um, Iris, given how I assume restrictive this outfit is of movement, um, do you get to the bushes or are you just like going to stand there and be panicked?
5: I'm probably going to stand there and be panicked.
3: Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, I just imagine you trying to run in what I think this outfit is that it's one of those, like I can move my legs one inch.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> great. So um, the uh, the sirens blaring uh, the ambulance tears around the corner Uh, they see Iris kind of like, uh, desperately waving her phone in a classic, like my car broke down way. Uh, and, um, Guy Bouchard just, just lay in there with a slight smirk on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the door slams and, um, two paramedics get out. Uh, they are both of average height and size which is mostly fine but not quite <laughs> right for any of you. No, nope, that's right. Um and uh they quickly <laughs> ah. rush over and they're like um ma'am is is this okay? Um ma'am, can you tell us anything about what what happened here?
5: I just heard someone crying and then it stopped and I looked over and it was just this naked guy lying there so I figured I should probably get someone to come help and now you're here That's, it's really
4: Th- they're like working without and, listening to and and anymore they're just <laughs> like yeah I just like shrug and, we, and look yeah. at Everett not sure <laughs> and we were
1: like go 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 okay yeah so we're both out it's like rack the gun to yeah. like So back as soon
3: as you do um, uh, Giza's eyes shoot open and he's like Kill <laughs> surprise, and the uh, the two paramedics are like the fuck, um, and then uh, they hear the the guns behind them. All right, so here's the deal: we need some paramedic uniforms, and
1: we need your ambulance. So we're going to borrow those. I want you to take your clothes off, not your underwear.
3: This is nothing sexual. It's just about the clothes. Uh, okay, I mean, you know, you just buy scrubs. Do you. okay, okay, okay. Uh, so they uh, they strip down to the kind of classic like singlet and like awkwardly large white boxer short combo that you always see in movies when like guards are asked to strip. <laughs>
4: uh and they they kind of stand there shivering. And I'll uh, I'll I'll go up behind one of them and uh just like wrap my arm around his neck and just kind of slowly cut off the oxygen. Yeah, the other one's
3: like, "Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, Terry."
4: He, he gets a second, "Oh my god," and then it's just stock of
3: shotgun bam side of head out. Uh down it goes um and uh, he stands up and he's like, that's right. That's how we do it in the sugar shack. And then he stands there proudly and then kind of looks down, realizes he's naked and goes, okay, I think I'm going to get back in the van. And he just like hoists one of the uh, unconscious guys over each shoulder and carries them back. And the I, I look over
1: at Everett still just like strangling his gun. I'm like, you realize it takes like three fucking minutes to choke someone. He just five minutes go over and bonk him, his guy on the head with the shotgun as well.
4: Uh, is he, is he bleeding from his head? He is no. now. See, I didn't want that. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I let it happen because it <laughs> we, <we'd, we'd laughs> happened. Um, <laughs> so I uh, I'll uh, I'll actually drag him over to the ambulance and like gauze his head up um, and, and 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 like staunch the bleeding. And then I'll like give Ridley just a fucking look uh, as I carry the, the guy over to uh, the brother's truck. And I'll just say, Ridley, get dressed and I'll I'll go over. Cool. Um, so
3: the two of you do an awkward lotsy of trying to like get into scrubs uh, that don't quite fit. Um, Ridley, I think you're. kind I of... Say, when you say scrubs, are you picturing like hospital scrubs, or do you mean like the paramedics? I mean paramedics yeah, uniforms. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ridley, I think you're a little bit uh, amused by like having an ID tag, which is kind of a weird, quaint thing. That I, I do that thing where I keep pulling it yeah, out yeah, and it yeah. snaps back. I'm very, I'm very happy. Um, great. So, um, so are you going to use? Iris as the body, then? Uh she's supposed to be the one wife the as a free So yeah, we're
1: just gonna call the naked Bouchard back and be like, get in
3: here. You're hey. gonna be more distracting than if we used the one with the clothes. He comes back and he's wearing like um uh, jean shorts and like an open flannel shirt, and he's like, It's all we had in the truck. That's I like it. And
1: it's okay, it's
3: I mean you're ha- gonna be on a gurney. Just yeah, a, I know. I just wanted to look nice. I mean, you're all wearing costumes. I thought I'd wear one too. Those look like your regular clothes, but less. No, 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 they're Hugos. So <laughs> Hugo's naked now. Well, no, he's still in his onesie. I just didn't want to wear a onesie to the hospital. To your onesie? Oh, it's folded up nicely in there. I didn't want to risk it on the mission. Oh, good. I wouldn't want you to ruin your stinky onesie. Get in a fucking gurney. <laughs> so he lays down. He's like, I'm just happy to be part of the team. And then you wheel him into the back. So Iris, you want to ride with us or you go to Uber?
5: I'll ride with you.
1: Come on in. <laughs> Who's driving? I'll drive. Yay, shotgun. <laughs> I
3: say, and then I hold up my shotgun, and then I put it down, and then I just go get in the front. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, the coterie uh, fires up the, the ambulance, uh, and you speed off towards station 31 to just go make a deposit, and then a withdrawal
2: from the morgue. <laughs> This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante, at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Maggie Myers on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee and all of Dundum's and Dice's artists by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase, Alan Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads uses the tracks no Control and Chiefs by or J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org When you come to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com or our Twitter and Instagram or at Dice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash garbage merch and you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E Sleep well children of the night ah, 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 spooky
1: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time Christian Manicola Long Long, James Quayar, DM Rob Christopher Little, Joshua White and Jill and Noel Laplante If you want your name to be added to this list you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you